Hi guys, it's Jonathan, uh, editor of Doppel Avenue Hurt. Uh, before we get into all the shenanigans of this week's episode, uh, on a serious note, I would just like to dedicate this episode to a very good friend of ours who is no longer with us, uh, Patricia Vivian, uh, very avid listener of Doppel Avenue Hurt and uh, personal friend of ours. Not only did we lose a fan and a friend, but also a family member. So, with that said, please enjoy this week's episode of Doppel Avenue Hurt. Shark Dropper Studios presents to you Doppel Avenue Hurt Case 2 Case 2 The Red Letter Part 4 Guys Night Out Two days have passed since Paul and the rain split. I walked into the trash department to find it empty. Paul must not be home from work yet. His stuff lay all over the couch and bookshelf. He was a goddamn slob. I went into the kitchen, grabbed a glass, rinsed it, and poured me some scotch. I tried getting back in contact with Julianne, but she wasn't having it. Not until I decided whether I would live there throughout the duration of the case. So instead, I worried about smaller stuff. A child, really a teenager, went missing two days ago. I put all my efforts into finding this kid who looked like just another runaway. But I was right. I found him hiding out in his grandmother's retirement home. Case closed. It's open. It's open. I knew it was Paul. Come on, Paul. I went over to the door and opened it for him. Oh, shit. Hey, Jimmy Joan. I said it was open. Oh, I thought you were talking about something else. What else could I have been talking about? I don't know. A can of peanuts? A book? Can you try not to slam the door so much? This is like the third time, and now the door's coming off the hinges. You know I have a problem getting through doors. Yeah, I'm aware of your problem. Hey, look what I bought for us. 
Paul had two grocery bags in his hand that he sent the kitchen counter. I bought more chips. We don't need any more chips. Do you see all the fucking chips we have? Why don't you buy like some real food, like hamburgers or fish? Because Timmy likes chips. Wait, Timmy's coming over tonight. Yeah, we're gonna play some Call of Duty and shoot us some terrorists. Timmy was Paul's new, inappropriate friend. Timmy was 16. Paul met him when he caught him on the beat, graffitiing a mailbox. Instead of giving him a ticket, they ended up talking video games and quickly became friends. Their relationship was simple, but it borderlined on to catch a predator, so every time Timmy came over, I got a little nervous. Paul, I don't, I don't know if you should be hanging out with a kid. He's 16 and Jewish. He's, he's a man now. Baklava! And that's a dessert. Don't make fun of religion, Jimmy Jong. It's disrespectful. And maybe if my other friends played video games, I'd be hanging out with them more. Don't be jealous. I'm not jealous. It's just a little creepy. Come on, Jimmy Jong. Timmy's like the son I never had. You already have a son, Paul. I said, like I never had. He's not British, which makes him tons better. Your son isn't British. It's just an accent. Mm -hmm. Want some chips? No. I got it. It's open. Hey, Paul, Jimmy, I bought some chips. Hey, Timmy, I bought some chips, too. That's awesome. It really is. Best day ever. Ready to shoot some terrorists? Is a freezer cold? For reason. Paul and Timmy moved my small TV over to the couch and started playing Xbox. Waypoint out. I ended up going up to my room and stripping off my clothes and taking a nap. When I woke, Paul's on the bed, staring at me. Oh, Jesus! Didn't mean to scare you, Jimmy Jong, but Timmy and I are bored. So, play more games. We don't wanna. Timmy ended up crawling into the bed, too. No, 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 off, off. But we're bored. What time, what time is it? It's only nine. Let's go out and party. Yeah, I have drugs. Oh shit, what kind? No, we're not doing drugs, Paul, you're a cop. Come on, Jimmy Jong, I'm depressed. I don't get to see my kids often, my wife's a whore, and my best friend is 16, goddammit. So he's your best friend now, huh? 
Sorry. You and Arthur moved down in the rankings since you don't like video games and Cool Ranch and Doritos. I have a fake ID. Let's go clubbing. <laughs> a fake ID? Does it say McLovin on it? Holy shit, that would be awesome if it did. But it just says Gary Triller. Lame. I'm gonna call Arthur. Let's have a guy's night out. Oh, I'm tired. You just took a nap. Yeah, you old man. Let's get fucked up. Timmy is depressed too. Him and Charlotte broke up the other day. Who's Charlotte? My ex-girlfriend. She's such a bitch. But I loved her. We dated for almost four months. Oh, wow. Four months, huh? Yeah. Can you guys leave my room, please? We're not going anywhere until you say yes. Paul and Timmy stood on the bed with their dirty shoes. They started jumping up and down. Come on, Jimmy Jong. We want a party. Don't be a party shitter. Yeah, Jimmy Jong. Don't be an asshole. Stop it. I want to get drunk and do stuff that is great. Oh, that sounds like so much fun. I want to do great stuff too. Guys, Guys night. night. Guys night. Please guys, guys, guys night. Guys night. Guys night. Guys night. Guys night. Guys night. Fine, Jesus. Stop jumping on my bed. Awesome. I'll go call Arthur. Oh, I can't wait. This is going to be the best. Should we bring the chips? I don't think you could bring chips to a club. Even Cool Rancher Doritos? Actually, you're right. You can bring chips, but they have to be... No, you can't bring the chips. later I was dressed and Arthur was over. Paul opened the door to reveal Arthur in a black suit and his blow-up doll Daphne in a tight skirt. What's she doing here? I thought we were going clubbing. It's a guy's night, Arthur. Well, fuck, no one told me that. Oh. Alright, Big Jimmy, is it is it just cool she stays here? Whatever. Arthur put Daphne down on the couch. Ah, sorry, babe. You gotta stay back. I know, but I didn't know it was a guy's night. I'm sorry. No, I really am. Just stay here, okay? You won't be gone long. I said I was sorry. Are you really talking to your blow-up doll right now? Jimbo, I know we're friends and all, but for Christ's sake, your name is Daphne. Okay. Do you want to watch TV, honey? No, I'm not leaving my TV on for that. She wants to watch some goddamn TV, Jimbo. She's plastic. Don't make fun of her appearance. So it's on the inside that counts. Let's do one shot before we leave. We all moved to the kitchen counter where Timmy had laid out four shot glasses with a weird cloudy brown liquid. What is this, rum? Kind of. All right, guys' night commence. We clanged our glasses together and down the shots. It burned my throat for a solid ten seconds. <sighs> what is that? The liquor was just rum, but I spiked it with so many different kinds of drugs. We are going to get fucked.
First we hit up Club Blue. Fuck yeah. Blue spelled D-L-U with an asterisk above the U. We entered like the Rat Pack and left like a pack of rats. Probably didn't help that Paul and Timmy were playing spin the bottle on a full bottle of vodka they acquired from the bar without paying. Kiss me, motherfuckers. All right, all four of you get the fuck out of here. Next, we hit up the club known as Waterfall. This is what I'm talking about. I want to drown tonight in pussy. It was that comment that got us instantly kicked out. Out. Next, we had a Timmy's favorite joint, School Days. This place is great. Timmy ended up seeing his ex Charlotte there with her new boyfriend. Things got heated and a fight broke out. Come on, let's get that scrawny fuck. Which saw us getting kicked out of another place. So then we moved on to the next place. Hey, let's try these. Timmy pulled out a bunch of pills from his back pocket. What is that? Mmm, yummy. Paul took all of them and shoved them into his mouth. They're not that bad. Holy shit, that's not good. Don't worry, bro. I got more in my other pocket. I meant for Paul. Is he gonna be okay? I am made of seal. <laughs> I meant steel, but I said seal. <laughs> <coughs> no, I, I don't. I don't think I'm gonna take any. I have a weak heart. Dude, it's not weak. It's a monkey heart. Dude, you have a monkey heart? Yeah, he was stupid and got shot. Jimmy Jong, you're such an idiot. These will make your monkey heart feel good. They tested this shit on monkeys. It's really tasty. What? What is it? Go on, don't be a pussy. Just eat what some drunk 16-year-old you barely know gives you. Arthur and Timmy took one. Paul grabbed another and shoved it into my mouth. Have fun with us. <laughs> God damn it, Paul. I swallowed the pill and instantly regretted it. Things started to get really crazy. We continued club hopping along Doppel Avenue. Next up was the ice castle where Paul pissed on the bar stool. Then we hit up Chill Step, where Arthur fucked a balloon thinking it was Daphne. Then Faroe Island, where Timmy let loose a ton of rodents he rescued from a nearby pet store. Then the Beehive, where Arthur and Paul reenacted the famous Darth Vader and Luke Skywalker lightsaber battle using their dicks. Then it was Octave. Remix. 22, Four Walls Down, Nighttime Gal, Appliance, and Four Weddings and a Funeral. That last thing wasn't a club. We actually just broke into a Kmart and watched Four Weddings and a Funeral on the wall of TVs. Huey Grant, you so fucking funny. But, uh, there ain't enough black people in this movie. USA, 
I miss my Charlotte uh, Webb. Um, we were so messed up at this point. I felt like vomiting. I wasn't even moving around. I was just staying there narrating the events of the night. I narrate too much. Want to snort some coke? Then I continued to get crazier. Paul and Timmy climbed into the shopping carts, and Arthur and I ran them against each other in the store. We played battle cards for a while until the cops showed up. Oh, oh fuck, Jimmy. Oh, I think you fucked my back up. Oh, God. It's the motherfucking Popo. We spitting a fry. Ah, you goddamn pigs. Oink, oink, meow. Fuck. Paul, we gotta go. We ran out of the back of the Kmart and into the woods. The cops gave chase. We did a large U-turn making it back to the Kmart where the two cop cars sat. Go, go, go! Hurry up! Go, go! We all piled into one. For some reason, Timmy ended up driving. We just jumped on the freeway, heading west. Hey, uh, where are we going? Timmy did donuts in the middle of the highway, with sirens blaring. The car slammed into the guardrails and flipped. The only thing I remember after that point is red-blue flashing and lights and me puking. And puking. And puking. back hurt, and I was having the hardest time opening my eyes. I squinted my way to the bathroom, like French Stewart in a sandstorm. My chest hurt, my heart throbbed. I opened the medicine cabinet and popped the Valium, which probably wasn't the best idea. I know I still had drugs and alcohol in my system. I splashed my face with water. When I looked into the mirror, I saw my shirt was covered in vomit, blood, and... Was that... that an egg? What the hell happened last night? The clock on the wall read 11.44 a.m. Whoa, you're awake? Timmy, what are you still doing here? I slept over. I'm so hungover. Are are Arthur and Paul still here? Yeah, they shared the couch. They put Daphne between them, so it wasn't gay. She's a nice lady. That's offensive, and she's a toy. Oh, I know. She plays around too much. Never mind. Do you remember anything from last night? I remember clubbing, and battle carts, 
and Kmart and, oh shit, stealing our cop car. What about after that? No. What, what happened after that? Well, Paul was still pretty upset about Lorraine, so we went to Lorraine's and egged her house. <coughs> Did I join in? Did you join in? You broke two of her windows. Ah, oh, shit, man. Then after that, we decided to go to Charlotte's house. We egged her place good. Did I have a hand in that, too? Did you have a hand in that, too? You broke two of her windows. Really? You have a hell of an arm. Then, since we retaliated against Lorraine and Charlotte, we decided to let you and Arthur pick a house to egg. No, you didn't. You said Captain Hiltz. So we went to his house and egged the shit out of it. Did I really egg his house? Did you really egg his house? You broke... Two windows? No, three! Oh, shit. Did anyone see us? Well... Wait, wait a second. Did Arthur pick a house to egg? We all did. Who did he pick? You didn't see your living room, did you? I stumbled into the living room to see egg dripping from the ceilings and walls. Son of a bitch. God damn it, Arthur. Arthur started awake. Oh, big Jimbo. Oh, what's up? You chose my place to egg? I don't know. I couldn't think of anyone else. I hate you. Like, I really do. Ah, shut up. We're besties. Wait, did I help in this? Did you help in this? You broke- Shit, I broke three windows? No, you broke four. I only have four windows. You have no windows now. I mean, you do. There's just no glass in them. And to answer your question about if anyone saw us at the captain's house, the answer is no one saw us, but the captain did see you. What? While we were egging the house, the lights came on, and we all darted except for you. You stood there flipping off the front door. He saw you. Oh no, why are you telling me all this? Because I just saw two police cars pull up outside. I saw them through your broken window. What? And at that moment, a loud banging was at my door. The hinges in the doorknob rattled. It's the Popo! Open this door right now. It was the captain. Crap. I'd be arrested for sure. Grand theft, drunk and disorderly, damage to private property, getting a minor drunk. If you don't open this fucking door right now, I'm going to break it down. You have to the count of five. What to do? What to do? Paul and Arthur would be in serious trouble too. I turned to them. They were gone. The couch empty. What the hell? I ran to the open window and saw them climbing down the drainage pipe. Thanks, guys. Five, four. I guess it was time for me to run, too. So I did. Three, two. I jumped out the window and slid down the drain pipe. I ran down the alley and onto Doppel Avenue. Now what to do? I couldn't go to my office. They'd surely go there next. I needed to get off the street. I needed time to think. I needed a hideaway. And then it hit me. I had a place to go.
I walked up the gravel driveway and up to the large mansion door. I knocked. The door creaked open and there stood Sheldrake. Is Miss Julianne good in? Looks like old James Keyes is that hat in hand. Just like the time I got Crop Screw Max wife's sister. Ah, to be 15 again. But hell, she made the best damn beef tips I've ever had in my life. Jesus, that's great. So safe. Hmm. So, so safe. Hey, Get that Rolex out of the office room. It puts a magnifier, for God's sakes. You look like Peter Falk. Those sad, sad eyes. Anyways, uh, stay tuned for next week's episode of Doppel Avenue Hurt. Doppel Avenue Hurt. Written by Robert M. Lamb. Edited by Jonathan Moss. Starring voices by Kyle Appleyard as James Keyes. Amy Luray as Edith Dietrich. Jose Caraballo as Paul Went. Jonathan Moss as Arthur Phelps and Sheldrake Von Wallen. Dan Johnson as Vendel and Julia W.D. Harrison as Julianne Good. Additional voices by John Lazaveth, Brian Messick, Seth York, Hope Enos, Chris Gore, Nicholas Engelhart, Shannon McCarthy, Ricky Lehner, Shannon Lee, and Amber Simpson. If you enjoyed this show, please take 90 seconds and rate us on iTunes. Also, go to www.sharkdropper.com for additional fictional podcasts such as this one. We're above the target. T-minus five seconds till shark drought. Five. Four. Three. Two. One. Drop the shark! Go! 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 This podcast is a Shark Dropper Studios production.